you know, what they call themselves is EBE, right? Everybody eats. That's something that they came up with. And what that means is, you know, if you if you come watch us at practice, if you come watch us in our drills, if you come watch us in the one-on-ones, if you watch us on game day when one of us make plays, we all celebrate. Um, and why that is is because we know as a team, it's not about your first group. It's about depth. You got to have depth. When we think of player workload, we often focus on our skill players and the amount of running they are doing. But we also need to be aware of the workload and the amount of hitting and contact that our linemen are experiencing over the course of the season and how we effectively adjust what they do to keep them performing at their best on game day. Today we are joined by three line coaches, two on offense and one on defense, to discuss how they are able to maintain peak performance for their guys in the trenches over the course of the season. Steven Siasi, offensive line coach at Bryant University, Sadiq Haynes, defensive line coach at UTSA, and Kyle Siegler, offensive line coach at Louisiana Monroe, share their methodology for rotations in practice and in games. These approaches can apply to all levels and not only have a positive impact on the physical side of the game for their players, but also on the mental and motivational side as well. What you see on tape is a direct reflection of what you teach and how you teach. Video is important, but if you don't teach well, you're not going to like what you see on your video. First Down Playbook has been helping coaches teach better for 13 years. It allows you to present installs, playbooks, and practice cards in half the time with NFL quality. Coaching tools like video pairing, a player app, practice schedules, and wristband sheets have made First Down Playbook a program management system with everything in one place. If you're in a position of leadership with your football program, receive a free one-week look at First Down Playbook. Call them at 512-814-6158 or visit them on their website or social media. Mention Coach and Coordinator Podcast or use the coupon code COACH24 to receive a $100 discount off the normal $700 First Down Playbook team membership price. Links and the phone number are in the show notes. As coaches, we know that some of the biggest hurdles to our team's success can come from off the field. Your team needs support to tackle the endless list of expenses, uniforms, training equipment, travel, and more. But raising that money can feel like a full-time job. Thankfully, there's Vertical Raise. Vertical Raise is the premier online fundraising platform using innovative technology to create the easiest and most efficient system available. Raise more money in less time with a local fundraising coach who works with your team every step of the way to customize the ideal fundraiser. With options for online donations, digital discount cards, premium product sales, and even spirit shops, Vertical Raise has top-of-the-line solutions for every fundraising style. To find out more, visit verticalraise.com and we'll get you connected with an exclusive offer on your first fundraiser. First up is Brian offensive line coach Steven Siasi. He discusses how he looks at depth and tracking the load on his players, including rep count and his approach for the second half of the season in practice reps. Yeah, probably the most important issue. And I think when you look at the different levels of football, you know, I, and it's something I learned coaching really where I learned this the most was when I coached D2 football. And you really don't have that many scholarships in the roster and you don't have too deep and you don't have a bunch of guys to kind of lean on if someone goes down. I track the load of all my players 
I'm very fortunate here at Bryan that our strength coach helps me tremendously with this. You know, we, we use the catapults and all that, and, and they measure how much velocity and how much distance, how much load our players are putting on that. But even before we start doing that, I do a count every week of how many reps my players take in practice. And I really try as the season wears on, when we get to that middle to last kind of third, we get into that, that little realm of the season, I really do start to put a higher premium on the backups, the guys who aren't taking 80 snaps a game, to take a higher amount of the reps. A, because I think by that point, the guys who are playing consistently in the games have a better understanding, knowledge, technique, you know, just general knack of like what they're going to have to do. And their bodies you can use that rest to play at a higher level on game day. And it also protects you if a guy goes down, these guys have been taking the reps and the load in practice that they're not seeing on game day. So that's something I definitely do, and I have been doing for about six years. Um, coaching both D-line and then O-line has been – I measure that. I count all their reps. And then what I'll do is the season kind of wears on, I'll just – I'll knock it down from the guys that are playing a ton and the guys that aren't, I'll try to give, give those guys more reps to help with that. I'll also change my indie time pretty dramatically. I'll start to lessen the load of that. We'll definitely introduce a little bit more walkthroughs later in the week as we go on, and also just kind of lighter stuff in Indy, a little bit less combat and a little bit more scheme, technique work that applies directly to the scheme, um, the pictures they're going to see, and a little bit less of the one-on-one contact that they do early in camp, early in the season, when we're still trying to get the footwork and the technique really down. Next, UTSA defensive line coach Sadiq Haynes shares head coach Jeff Trailer's philosophy on being efficient during the week. He then digs into how he gets his players in a rotation, which pays off over the course of a long season. For his players, they call it EBE, or Everybody Eats. Well, I think it starts with, with the guy that's leading the program, Coach Trailer, who uh, he jokes, uh, but he doesn't joke because he's very serious. Uh, we practice less than anybody in the country. And and people wonder how we're so good when they come. Some of the high, Texas high school football coaches, they'll come to watch practice. They see how few of periods we have. Um, but, it, it, again, it comes back to our culture pillar of perfect effort, making sure we're going out there. It's not going to be a long time flying around. So as far as managing them and making sure they're fresh, Coach Trailer doesn't believe in just beating you to the ground and not getting you to the game. At the end of the day, we understand as coaches, the players make this thing go. And when you have your players available and they can be available on Saturday when it's game day, that's how you win a lot of ball games. Now, specifically with us in the D-line room, you know, if you turn on our film, I want to be able to play with nine and ten every game. And, and, and I'm not saying play with five for the, for the first six games and then worry about another four you're then going to rotate it. Now, every game we're rotating at minimum nine, sometimes 10 and 11 guys to play. And, and it's not about slack time putting them in the game. You check within our first quarter, nine guys are going to play. And you do that because it goes back again to our culture pillars of being able to give perfect effort. Each, each one of my linemen can give me about four plays um, to where they can give me about 100%. Now, if you do the math, if you're able to get off the field and three downs and three and out, we're going to rotate the next group in. And why we do that is because when we get to 
um, the third and fourth quarter. We want our guys to be able to be just as they were in the first and second quarter. So you got to be able to rotate those guys. And the only way you do that is to trust them. And the only way to trust them is to show that they can go out there and make plays. So uh, I, I truly believe, obviously, we all say this, it gets back to recruiting. You got to be able to recruit the right players. But how you manage towards the end of the game and the end of the season is having the right players there, being able to rotate them in so that when we get to game 12, we're just as good as we are in game one. Do freak injuries happen to where you can't really control it? Yes. All right. But as far as managing everyday wear and tear and the amount of reps that they have on their body, um, it, it comes down to being able to rotate those guys in effectively. Um, and then just being smart as a coach, managing them. Um, if I have a guy that's nicked and bruised, I'm probably going to hold him from some physical contact. And, you know, Coach Trailer says, obviously, he manages the whole team, but manage your room. He trusts the process. So if if we need to manage some guys from taking physical reps in practice, we'll do that. Um, it's just about being smart and getting those guys in the game on Saturday. And putting the starters on the field is, is usually an obvious thing. These guys are the best. That's going to group, be the group that rolls first. But as you get into those other groups that you're bringing in, how do you mix and match some of their skills to make sure that together they're working the best and that maybe I don't have, let's say, all the third unit on the field at the same time. How are you going to look at that process in, in making sure hey, when we're putting the guys out on the field, we don't feel like we're giving anything up? I'll be honest, you know. Um, I, and I'm, I'm very honest with those guys. Um, you know, what they call themselves is EBE, right? Everybody eats. That's something that they came up with. And what that means is, you know, if you if you come watch us at practice, if you come watch us in our drills, if you come watch us in the one-on-ones, if you watch us on game day when one of us make plays, we all celebrate. Um, and why that is is because we know as a team, it's not about your first group. It's about depth. You got to have depth. And what I'm leading to is I make it real uncomfortable in a, in a fun way to not be able to make plays, right? If you can't go out there and make plays, you're not going to be on the field. So to answer your question, the first group is the first group that has that has the highest technique grade that I feel like I can trust the most, that I feel like can go out there and make plays. The second group may be a first group. In my opinion, I have all one groups. <laughs> you know, and I'm not going to put you out there if I don't feel like you can go make plays. So we're, we're – that's different, and I'll be. It's not always like that. It's not always like that. And you got to be honest with the room. You got to be honest with the coaching staff. You got to know your personnel. You don't always feel great. Sometimes I've gone in the game saying, I, you know, I got to be smart, man. I got five guys. Nine may travel, right? But now we're talking about guys that aren't ready to be on the field that you want to you want to hold for as long as you can. I, I legitimate uh, have nine to ten guys that I feel I can play every game. Um, and if injury happens, that's how you kind of manage, you know, how many you have left to play with. And it also can change. You know, the, the ones one week may different, be, be different from ones from another week. You know, just like you said, I got a lot of different body types in my room. Got to be able to have the bigger bodies, you know, for the, for the quote-unquote SEC type of O-linemen, the big, the big O-linemen that just want to lay on you. But I got some twitchy guys that if you get them moving, they can go make plays. I think it's about having a healthy balance, and I think it's about having guys, um, obviously, that can go stop the run and that can get after the quarterback. So, again, how we recruit is so important uh, because 
you know, where I, where I may want to say, yeah, I want my nose to be a, a 300 pound plugger. You know, I just graduated one last year, uh, Lamont McDougal, who was 5'11", 300 pounds and was twitchy. I've always been interested in the use of technology to make our jobs more effective. So I'm excited to continue sharing modern football technology with you here on the podcast. This innovative system leverages tendencies to improve self-scouting, game planning, and in-game decision-making at the speed of the game. Modern football stands out because it's a battle-tested platform used by teams at all levels, like four-time national champion Bishop Gorman, the five-time California state champion Folsom Bulldogs, six-time Texas state champion Lake Travis, Cal football, and the CFL's Grey Cup champions, the Montreal Alouettes. So book a demo today to see why these teams trust modern football technology. Visit www.teammofo.com demo and mention Coach and Coordinator Podcast or use the coupon code CC10 to receive 10% off your first year. We finish with Louisiana Monroe offensive line coach Kyle Siegler. He shares his approach to individual practice, limiting veterans reps, and emphasizing younger player reps as the season wears on, and how that has a motivational effect for those players. Well, as you alluded to, I mean, every snap is, is a battle. I mean, when you're in the trenches, uh, that's not going to ever go away. That's one of the things, honestly, that I love about football is that kind of just daily battle that you go through of preparing to win games and practicing. I think you got to be smart. I think usually, as most guys will say, you know, you're going to front load a lot of your real heavy contact drills and heavy contact periods um, in the front of camp. Um, that way, again, you kind of build that up, and then hey, we got a good base layer of of kind of grinding on these guys, and then you got to, you know, I think you got to have a great communication with your players. You know, nowadays, especially, you know, and again, I, I was one of them, so I can relate. Offensive linemen need to be prodded sometimes, you know, and they're trustworthy, they're loyal, they're intelligent. But at the same time, like you got to have those conversations, you know, that as important as a Tuesday practice is to winning your game on Saturday, 10 less reps or 15 less reps on a starter, especially an older guy who's been in the battlefield, taking a lot of bullets, you know, maybe saving some full good on good contact reps from him and getting more of your scout specific opponent specific work with that person. You know, I think you got to be smart too in your individual drills. You know, there's, there's drills that just don't make sense to do without actually having a human being in front of you is part of the drill. I think there are some that are, that's, that is a time and place thing, but I think as much as you can implement, you know, using med balls, you know, using the, you know, the Charles Bentley balls, we got them here. I call them the clown noses, you know, anytime you can use things like that to, maybe less in the contact of person to person contact. Um, I think you need to do that, you know, because at the end of the day, if, if my guys are not right on Saturday and I have the ability to control that during the week preparing, then, you know, that's, that's my responsibility as a coach, you know, and I think it's, it's all relative to kind of how many miles are on the car. You know, if you've got a young guy that's not played a ton of snaps and he's finally getting primetime reps and he's a little dinged up and there's some howies because it's the first time he's really seen live action hey, man, we kind of got to grind through this. We got to work through this. You know, if, hey, this is a fifth-year senior, he started for three years, and the guy's, you know, seen a ton of reps and seen a ton of snaps, you know, hey, man, that's, let's, let's be smart with you during the week. You know, let's maybe increase his workload as the week goes. You know, maybe, maybe take it easy with him on Tuesday, get some scout stuff on Tuesday, Wednesday, increase that a little bit. Thursday, you know, when you're more in your, your, your helmet day or your, your uh, pro pads day, 
you know, maybe, maybe that's when they're fully, fully tilt, you know, and they're, they're, they're going and everything, you know, and I think that's, that's person to person. And I think some guys honestly just grinding through some of that stuff is good for their mental, their mental uh, preparation, you know, cause some guys are, you know, they're not, you know, they, they can't just get hit in the mouth on the first time on Saturday when that first snap happens, you know, they need that prep. They need that time to, to get in there and, and kind of work through some of that stuff, you know? So I think it's, it's better when you got an older guy who's a little more, you know, has a little bit higher cognitive capacity to, to be able to, you know, see some of those things, study the film with you and prepare a lot more mentally than physically. Um, but at the same time, you know, you just got to be smart in your drill work, you know, and I think that's why your, your grittier, you know, grimier drills and, 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 you know, those kind of things, you got to get out of the way early in camp and, and when camp's wrapping up now it's, Hey, we got to get these guys to the yard on Saturday, you know, and I think that's something you got to be smart of. You can't put your, yourself and your your ego of what I want to get done every day and the non-negotiable stuff every day if I'm gonna if I'm gonna run out a bunch of beaten down you know broken down dudes on Saturday you know because that's that's not good for anybody you know so I think you got to just you got to have great communication with your with support staff your trainers and you got to have great communication with your your players because again as you said it's 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 football and it's offensive line play so there's I, I said to my guys uh yesterday uh, in passing, you know, hey, after the first practice in helmets in fall camp, you'll never be 100% the rest of the season after that. Now, how close can we keep that number to 100% is the goal, you know, and that's that's also these guys being a pro, taking care of their bodies, getting treatment, rehabbing things that are more owies rather than injuries to, to pr- prepare for that. But there's no perfect formula. But I do know this, you better, especially nowadays, you know, with college football, just you better get some other guys ready to go because – you know, the days of having five dudes that can play, maybe a six, and everybody else just gets to watch. Like, those days are, are behind us, in my opinion. Well, I think the added benefit, as you talked about that, in addition to, you know, saving these guys and, and having them as sharp as they can be on game day as the season continues, is there has to be a motivational effect for those younger guys, those down-the-line guys now who are getting the reps and, you know, increase their engagement because there is a time for them it's not going to be – a physical fatigue it's going to be a mental fatigue of you know doing all the work and and not actually seeing the time sure no doubt and i think you know now it's you know we can say what we want but you know the 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 portal era the nil era all these things you know i I go back to even before really all this kind of became such a a nightmare was the covid year you know i mean your guys who are your second string third string and even sometimes fourth string guys like you were meeting with those dudes like they're going to run out of the tunnel and start the ball game, you know, because you never know. I mean, one of these guys go home or they go to the grocery store and they get a, they, they test positive for COVID. Well, I just lost my starter. I just lost my backup, you know, and you've got to play guys and prepare everybody, you know, whereas historically that wasn't really the case. You know, you got, Hey, I got my five, six and everybody else knows they're there to rah, rah, hold a clipboard and cheer them on from the sideline, you know? So now I think, you know, I've tried to continue to maintain that, you know, our, our, our first two groups, you know, every single person in those two groups are prepared to go in and play meaningful snaps, you know, and just like you said, my preparation, if I know I'm actually going to get the possibility of going in a game and playing meaningful snaps is going to be significantly different. If I know I'm a red shirt, I'm never going to play. And I'm just out here hanging out being a hidden dummy. You know, I think that's like you said, you got to do a great job of being honest with your kids and then know where they stand. But also like those guys that are in the mix to legitimately play like, Hey man, like, those those scout team reps or those 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 unit reps or whatever it may be during the season like those are meaningful you know because that's those are those are still opportunities to showcase like hey man like we can take care of this guy 
and, and give him a couple series out of a game to where we can have him for the entirety of the season because his backup is is not necessarily a backup. He's a he's a he's a an extra starter that you can put in there and, and know you're going to go in there and get the job done. Ultimately, the healthiest teams have the strongest finish. Paying attention to how we practice, distribute reps, and even the drills we run in the second half of the season can be a tremendous help in keeping our team sharp and ready for game day. Keep tuning in all season long for tips, ideas, and insights from some of the best in the game at every level. You can find the entire catalog of the season series in your podcast app or on coachingcoordinator.com. Also check the show notes for related episodes and resources from today's guests.